Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A Chinese-run gold mine in Baluchistan is making millions, but the locals aren't getting any of it. Local discontent in Baluchistan, Pakistan, is rising as the people who live around a gold and copper mine at Sindak feel excluded from the riches coming out of the ground. Written by Syed Fazel E. Haider. Published by The China Project. Read for you by Sarah Kudalakos. Pakistan's southwestern Baluchistan province holds rich resources, although it remains an impoverished region with a per capita GDP under $1,000. That means most residents are members of the world's bottom 1%. China plays a crucial role in the local economy. And a Chinese company which mines gold, silver, and copper in Baluchistan province disclosed that it made profits of around $75 million in 2021, despite disruption to its operations caused by COVID. The company, known as Metallurgical Construction Corp, MCC, has been operating near the town of Sindak in Baluchistan's district of Chagai for more than 20 years. It plans to continue there until 2037, when it expects the resources to be depleted. So what benefits has the community enjoyed as a result of this intensive operation? Supporters of the mine say it has helped to fund better education and health facilities, as well as creating jobs. However, many local people told the China Project their lives have not improved much. Gold from the Black Mound in the Baluchi language, the word Sindak, from which the main town takes its name, means Black Mound. Copper and gold deposits were initially discovered near Sindak in the 1970s by Sindak Metals Limited, SML, a company wholly owned by the government of Pakistan, in collaboration with an engineering firm from China. The district of Chagai, which contains Sindak, lies close to Pakistan's border with Iran. The Sindak Copper Gold Project was set up by Sindak Metals Limited, a company fully owned by the government of Pakistan, by the end of 1995. Pakistan and China signed a formal contract worth $350 million for development of the mine, initially a 10-year lease to Metallurgical Corporation of China Limited, MCC, a subsidiary of China Metallurgical Group Corporation. The agreement was for 50% of revenues from the mine to go to MCC, 48% go to the government of Pakistan, and 2% go to the Baluchistan provincial government. The lease was later extended with Pakistan's share of revenue up to 53% and 5 to 6.5% going to the Baluchistan provincial government. But it is not clear from public documents how costs are calculated nor how the accounts for revenue are kept and ordinary local people certainly don't feel as though they are seeing any benefits from the mine. The area has a medieval feel, say locals. Tight security surrounds the mining complex. 
There are checkpoints manned by members of a Pakistani paramilitary force known as the Frontier Corps. Locals say the military presence is intrusive. The Chinese government maintains that the benefits to the Pakistanis are significant. He Xuping, the general manager of MCC, said in a January press release that the company has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to provide clean water to the area, as well as arranging free electricity and improvements to schools. However, Kazim Balak, a political activist in Chagai, told the China Project that the area still has features of the medieval era. Mud houses, muddy and unpaved roads, a lack of potable water, poverty, deprivation, underdevelopment, and backwardness still rule, said Balak. However, a spokesman for the Pakistani side of the business emphasized its corporate social responsibility objectives, including better education and health facilities, more employment, and flood responses. The official, speaking on condition of anonymity, told the China Project the mine has created more than 2,000 jobs and has helped to pay for a hospital which uses ultrasound, x-ray machines, and other advanced equipment. More than 10,000 people visit the facility for checkups, diagnosis, or treatment each year, he said. The mine creates jobs, but are they good ones? Akbar Notezai, an investigative journalist from Chagai associated with Pakistan's leading media group, Dawn, recently published a report which said that the jobs created for local people are menial and the overall situation in the region is pitiable. Despite extracting gold and copper for two decades, why has the administration not yet constructed a metalled road? There are roads that lead to the company's sites, but many villages are left without any roads, Notizai told the China Project. We also spoke to a lawmaker from Chagai who is skeptical about the claims made by the mine's managers. Mir Arif Jan Muhammad Hasni, a member of the Baluchistan Assembly, said, So what if the company has set up a school, a hospital, and provided electricity to a few thousand people in the vicinity of its project? NGOs have long been doing such things in far-flung areas of the province. This company has earned billions of dollars in the past 20 years, yet it has failed to reshape the socio-economic landscape of our region. Hasni says the hospital cannot deal with emergency cases and has no ambulance service. Other people claim that as there is no female doctor, women are reluctant to use its facilities. A counselor from Sindak, Mir Asif Khan Musazai, spoke to the China Project about his concerns for the future. Yes, they have established a school and a hospital and they provide free electricity and drinking water to the villages adjacent to the mine, but these facilities are only offered on a temporary basis. Once the Chinese return home, the school and the hospital could be closed and the electricity and water supply may be discontinued, he said. Some armed groups want to drive China from the region. Activists regard it as unjust that Baluchistan province only receives less than 6% of the profits. The province wants to decide on investment, and it will not accept that the national government should have a say on the natural resources without the will of the people of Baluchistan, said Jan Muhammad Balak, a political analyst. He pointed out that separatist groups are waging war against the state for an independent Baluchistan and want to force the Chinese out of the province. Balok says the national government cannot accept such a demand given the close political ties between China and Pakistan. In the long term, 
people wonder what will happen when copper and gold are all removed from the earth. Will they be left with just a hole in the ground? Or will they be able to point to a significant improvement in the region's standard of living?